We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Today, we're going to be previewing the Colts matchup against the Carolina Panthers. Joining us is our friend Rashad from the PMP Panther Nation PC podcast. Uh, Rashad, how you doing today, my friend? All is well. Excited for another Sunday of football, man. So, yeah, excited about this matchup. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, unfortunately... From the aspect of it would have been nice to have seen uh, the two rookies battling it out. Uh, Unfortunately, the season didn't go great for Anthony Richardson health-wise, which obviously stinks were robbed of that one. But uh, it is the first time that the Indianapolis Colts will face uh, Frank Reich as a uh, former coach of ours. Uh, Mm -hmm. Why don't we go ahead and just start with that? Um, Yeah. We've saw we've obviously I mean, I think you brought me on or you guys brought me on uh yeah. in the off season to ask, like, you know, how do we feel about this guy as a head coach? And, you know, I kind of talked it up. I thought it was a good hire, especially depending on the quarterback you would get, but obviously the start to the season hasn't been great for you guys. Uh, what's your thoughts been like about Frank Reich? Well, yeah, yeah. Let me speak on behalf of a uh, Panther Nation. Um, I, I think things were getting a little touch and go there for a second. There's a a, a small uh, crowd that was pretty adamant about hell. Let's give even fire this guy right now, uh, just because we were going zero and six. Um, but I mean, listen, I, you know, I did the research, and Frank. I know he typically starts slow. I know he think when he first got with you guys, started one and five or something like that. So I kind of anticipated a slow start. Um, and I think the biggest thing that that um, happened recently was that he gave up play calling. Right, he gave up play calling to Thomas Brown, who came from the McVay tree, and we have started our offense. I mean, immediately it flipped. I'm, I'm not going to say that they did things completely different because that's not that. I would be lying if I said, hey. Uh, Frank Reich's, you know, sprinkle of, of, you know, what he does is not in this because that's not true. There's small changes um, in the offense that it, it seems to be working out for Bryce. I know we had some issues specifically with getting to the footballs. So we had some, uh, some, you know, some play clock issues. We had some delay of games 
And uh, that appears to be resolved now with Thomas Brown calling the plays. We're pushing the football a little bit better. Um, we're doing a little couple different nuances with, with Adam Thielen. We had him line up in the backfield. So just small little tweaks. It's like, man, it, it looks a lot better. And truth be told, I mean, you, you go back and you look at the game against the Texans. We were actually we actually should have won that game by multiple multiple touchdowns. Like we were in position, we had four chances at the one yard line, and we couldn't get in because we run the shotgun BS. Which because of Bryce, he's, we don't want to run a QB sneak. Um, so you know we had four opportunities to to do that, and we couldn't get in. So all that to say, you know Frank, I think you know for him to turn over the play calling that was a big deal, and I think now that he's d- turned over the play calling, um, he has you know focused on the management of the game. We did have some some clock management issues as well. Those appear to be resolved. So I'm not going to say every problem is solved, but we appear, you know, to be heading in the right direction now. I will say real quick before I let Cody go, I mean, congrats to you guys because it took you seven weeks to accomplish what Colts Nation has been asking him to do for two years. So uh, congratulations on that. Yeah, I think you got to attribute that to David Tepper. Uh, He does not play. Um, and I'm sure there's our owner is David Tepper and he, you know, I'm pretty sure there were some meetings uh, being had and like, Hey man, if things aren't going well, you gotta, you gotta let, let this play calling go. So I'm pretty sure he said it was his decision, but we, we know what the deal is. Yeah. It makes me think, makes me wish. I know people always say, Oh, Ursa overstepped. I wish he would have done what Tepper did a lot earlier because, you know, who knows what could have happened in that instance, but. Uh, my question to you, Rashad, you know, talking about Bryce Young, you know, obviously with rookies, with pretty much every rookie, they're going to have their ups, they're going to have their downs. Bryce has had some ups, he's had some downs. How have you felt about him so far, you know, halfway through the season? I know he hasn't played every single game so far, but how have you felt about Bryce Young so far, halfway through essentially his rookie season? Bryce, it, and listen, and it's funny I'm talking to you guys because the, the knock on him, you know, it's too small, won't last the season. It's funny. I mean, no disrespect, but I've seen the I've seen how it goes with, with larger quarterbacks. And, and, you know, they get deployed like large quarterbacks, and they're the ones that end up getting hurt. Um, and so uh, we've had Cam Newton, exact same thing, shoulders. It's same, same. We've seen that play, right? So, but Bryce was the guy that wasn't supposed to last, right? He's injury prone. He's going to get knocked out. The guy's tough as nails. He's been getting pounded behind this mid-tier offensive line that is not healthy i'll give them that we're starting to get healthy we're starting to turn the corner now uh austin corbett just came back from uh from uh from the pup uh we did lose our starting left guard uh brady christensen for the season uh we do have calvin throckmorton who's playing doing a decent job but our offensive line that was the first game last week that we've had a resemblance of a decent offensive line even with that icky our who we drafted in the in the you know top 10 couple years ago he's looking bad so bryce young if if it was in a you know in a vacuum, he looks great, but unfortunately, you know he can't. He doesn't have an offensive line uh, that is not playing up to their their potential, and the weapons around him aren't that great, right? If we did, if we didn't have Adam Thielen on our roster right now, I would, bro, it would be it would be a nightmare. Adam Thielen is our only reliable target. He's on pace for like fifteen hundred yards. Um, he's unstoppable right now. Um, and like without him, Bryce wouldn't because nobody else can catch the football. Hayden Hurst mid. Uh, Jonathan Mingo is a rookie we just drafted. He's okay starting to turn the corner a little bit. DJ Chark, not who we thought he was, or not not what we – we he is exactly who we thought well, – he is exactly who he is, not what we thought he could be. Um, he's just, you know, a, a deep threat. We thought it would stretch the, stretch the field. It's not happening. So we've got a bunch of mid-weapons. 
Uh, the weapons aren't there. So Bryce is working with nothing, essentially, and he's making the best out of it. He outplayed C.J. Stroud last week. Um, and C.J. Stroud, it, he has a solid offensive line, right? He has, he has weapons, and he outplayed them in spite of all of that, right? So, you know, it, it is what it is. Bryce, in, in itself, is a great football player. He's, do, he's doing exactly what he was doing out. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I mean, you talked about it with the uh, the only real weapon being Adam Thielen. I mean, the only reason I would know that is because he's in one of my fantasy leagues and he keeps lighting up the stats, that's for sure. Um, hasn't really seemed to really translate to too many wins um, uh, until recently. Um, yeah, I mean, you just look at some of the names and you're like, you know, LaVisca Chenault, you know, he was uh, a good gadget player for – Jacksonville and I mean even DJ Chark has that ability I mean Terrence Marshall Jr. you guys drafted a few years Me. ago I mean just doesn't really seem like he's getting involved too much I mean I mean what do you think is the main reason behind the lack of a second good weapon I mean Adam Thielen you guys bringing him in clearly great decision I mean a veteran guy that knows how to get open knows how to catch the football but I mean what is the biggest problem with why the Carolina Panthers just seem to not to be able to find anyone else. Well, well, Chanel is, uh, is injured right now. Uh, so he's, he's out. Um, and I would, I would love to see him actually, uh, in this Thomas Brown led offense. Uh, I think he would be deployed. We, we saw some things in preseason and in training camp that were pretty darn good. And we have not seen them since, uh, you know, once the regular season got going, you know, things got missing. Uh, we have no, and just going back to, you talk about the weapons. We don't really have a run game either. So it's literally Bryce Young or bust. Like it's Bryce Young, Adam Thielen. If that's not clicking, then it's, it's over. Like we're going to lose. That's why we lost a lot of games. I can't listen. I think it's a, I think it's strict. It's a talent issue, right? The guys just cannot separate. They cannot separate outside of Thielen. If you look at, you know, how next gen stats, they released the separation chart, bro. Every, we, we don't have a receiver uh, that separates above league average. Not one. So it's, it's a separation issue. It's a talent issue. We just don't have the talent. Um, and unfortunately, we're not going to just – it's not just going to magically click this year. Uh, we got to go out and draft a guy or go out and acquire a guy. Uh, but Adam Thielen is, is our number one. Um, he should not be because of his age. And, and I said it, you know, when, uh, when, we, when we brought him in, if he's our number one guy, we're going to be struggling. And that's exactly what's happening. He's doing a great job. It's no knock on him. But he should not be the number one wide receiver. He should be the number two. Um, and so he should be a complimentary piece. 
But yes, yeah, it's, it's a strictly a talent issue, dude. That that that's the, that's all I got. It's a talent. The talent is not there. Mingo's coming along, right? I, so I sat down with Steve Smith. We had a conversation with Steve Smith um, on on our uh, well, we he had, we had him on our show, and then I went on his show, and we talked about Mingo. And he said that Mingo's probably two or three years away from being what he can be. Um, he's got to develop. So I'll, I'll give him a pass, but everybody else, they are who they are, and they're just the talent's just not there. Yeah, I mean, that's something that we saw with Frank Reich, you know, and, and that's why I guess I was curious, like talent versus scheme versus, you know, play calling and stuff like that, because we saw that with Frank Reich in Indianapolis, you know, different guys like Naheem Hines was a great player when he was targeted, but then that would be the issue. He'd be targeted eight times in one game. The next game, he would have one target, like, you know, just different things like that. So I guess that's why I was kind of curious how how that worked out. You know, was it more, Would you, you know, you said more talent issue. I was curious because some of those names are bigger names. So you do kind of wonder that, but uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you mentioned you guys really struggling to run the football right now as well. Um, what do you think has kind of been the main contributing factor to this? I know you kind of had, a, you said a couple different offensive linemen in and out. Um, do you think it's just uh, predictability offensively, play calling talent, or just maybe a combination of a little bit of everything? Yeah. So a uh, couple, couple things, right? So we brought in Miles Sanders, uh, from the Eagles uh, as a free agent, he has been absolute trash, right? He's been garbage, and it's not that's that's not a uh, that's not a scheme thing. That's not that's just talent. Like, we got to call it what it is, right? It's it's he was injured. I'll give him that. He had a groin injury. Maybe he's not a full hundred uh, percent. Maybe that's the case. If you're not hundred percent, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't be playing. Uh, but he he has not been great. Chuba Hubbard, who we drafted a couple of years ago, has come in and looked fantastic. He's looked great. Um, he's more explosive. He's more decisive with the football. Um, he's a power runner, downhill runner, and he just looks better. Now, I, I think that we have a problem up front with opening lanes. It's a scheme change, right? So we've we've gone to this zone run thing. Last year, we were I mean, we were great. Same, almost the same configuration of the offensive line, albeit down uh, Brady Christensen. But Steve Woods came in, and we were a power run. We were running all over everybody. And we put up like a historic number on the lines. We ran like for three hundred fifty yards. It's it's an it's a it's a scheme thing, and I think that the players just have to get used to the, the zone read. It's different, right? So it's a different. They've got to get used to that. I think it'll come along, um, and I think we'll get better. But right now we're struggling, and I do think with Miles, uh, excuse me, with Chuba Hubbard getting the bulk of the carries, and Raheem Blackshear as well in the um in the rotation, I think we'll get better. But last week was not good, and uh, it's just it yeah it, it and you know Miles Sanders just yeah he's he's not it, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was and we pay, and we're paying him like crazy. He's getting paid like seven million a year, something like that. So yeah, he's how the, we the feel. Biggest. It's how we feel about Mo Ali Cox. He's getting paid like six million dollars a year, and the only thing he really does in our system is run block. And that's like <laughs> I, I, you could easily find somebody else to do that over anything else. But um, yeah, but yeah three yards um, to carry for him. I looked at that. And I was like, dang, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's trash. Yeah, it's wow. not good. It's not good. Let's uh let's shift over to your guys's defense. Uh, obviously, the offense had its struggles, but in, as in regards to the defense, I mean, obviously, I look at it. Uh, the 29th overall defense in stopping the run, uh, in and rush yards per game. The Carolina Panthers are almost giving up 140 yards per game in the run department. Now, for a team that you know, has two running backs in Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss, both and Zach Moss, who is number three, I believe, in total yardage. Yeah, he's still number uh, so two. far this year. 
What's up? I think he's still number two. I'm pretty and sure. He's, yeah, he's either three or number two. I don't know. He's lost a few. He's lost a little bit of a step just because of some of the touches going to Jonathan Taylor now. But even then, still ranks among the top when it comes to overall rushing yards. Uh, what do you What do you think about when Carolina with that rush defense and the Colts being able to run the football with those two great players? Yeah, that's that's going to be the matchup of the game, right? Can we slow down the run? I think the, to add a little context to that, the Panthers are playing from behind a lot, uh, so teams yeah. will kind of sit on that and they'll they'll run the football. So I'm not going to say we're completely terrible against the run. Yes, we have some tackling issues sometimes. Uh, we'll be in great position. We just can't wrap up. That's the biggest issue uh, with the Panthers. And we did we again another scheme change. We went from a uh, a four three to a three four now. So that's just a, a gap in that scheme. Um, that's just the nature of the three four. Um, so I, I think that, you know, that attributes attributes to sort of the, some of the problem. Uh, but again, I think the biggest the biggest issue is that we're playing from behind a lot. Teams will sit on the football and they'll run it down our throat. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, I do think, you know, again, Jonathan Taylor, great, great player. Uh, you, you guys have a great run game. I do think we're going to have some struggles uh, stopping the run, even if it's competitive. Um, I, if I were you all, I would lean on that run game. Um, hopefully, Ivaro uh, can draw up something to kind of slow it down a little bit and make Garner miss you throw the football. Um, th- obviously, that's what we would like to see. Uh, but you know, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, this, listen, I, I'll tell you this with our defense: we dealt with a lot of injuries, right? So basically, half. If if I go through the list of the injuries, you're like, wow, it's kind of crazy. But the injuries are ridiculous. J.C. Horn down, uh, J- Jeremy Chen on IR, uh, Shaq Thompson gone for the season. Uh, so these are started like these are legit guys that can play like they can play. And so those guys are gone. Uh, we get we're getting Von Bell back. Hopefully um, he he's the guy that went down, missed last week, play, played OK without him. Just got Xavier Woods back. So we're starting to kind of turn the corner a little bit, get healthy. But we've been dealing with a lot of injuries on the defense side of football. And, uh, you know, that that's played a factor of it as well. You know, those linebackers and Shaq Thomas to fill those gaps. We miss him a lot. So. You know, but he's been doing a great job considering the circumstances because these guys, man, it's, it's been it's been a rough go. Mm. We definitely get that on the injury front. It's been rough this year. Yeah. Um, but my question, moving on to kind of talking about, you know, the, the Panthers pass defense, looking at it just and I know stats can obviously lie a lot of times looking yeah. at it. Carolina comes to it actually really good in terms of passing yards per game. I know you talked about the running game, kind of that kind of thing being skewed a little bit. Do you see that for the passing game or do you see that more as a uh, you know, do you see it more of like the Panthers are actually shutting guys down, or do you see it more of like they're playing from behind, and so teams are just running it a lot? Yeah, bro, we not we not shutting anybody down. Uh, our corner, so we got CJ Henderson, who I I love CJ Henderson, but he he will get he's liable to get burnt at least twice a game, right? Mm-hmm. So our our we survive uh, when it comes to <laughs> the air attack, um, but yeah, it's it's not pretty. Dante Jackson. He's hit or miss. He had a great game last week. You never know what Dante Jackson you're going to get. But, yeah, our secondary is is below mid. I mean, the, the numbers do lie. Um, I would attack us through the air as well if you could. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it, listen, this defense, we do what we can, bro. Uh, they play well at times. Uh, but, yeah, it's the, the secondary definitely is susceptible to some big we'll – kind, we're kind of a bend but don't break defense, right? We'll give up some big plays, but then we'll make it work to get the seven. Uh, so that's kind of our mantra. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just hoping we can make it. I don't, I don't know, bro. It's it's going to be tough. This defense again dealt with a lot of injuries. Had JC Horn been here, maybe it'd be it'd have been, it'd have been a little different. But I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about 
I know Garner Mitchell's your guy, but I'm still nervous about that too. The, listen, it's you guys got some weapons. We can get beat. I love Josh Downs, by the way, but it, it it's yeah, it's I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say yeah. this. I mean, it, it, uh, how how is uh, Brian Burns? I know they said that he's kind of questionable, but I mean, yeah. is he expected to play? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, he he's gonna play. Uh, he's he's got a uh, an elbow or elbow issue. Um, kind of battled through it last week. Got a sack. Uh, he's he's playing well. Um, listen, he's in a contract dispute with the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, we he uh, is on, playing on his fifth year option. They did not extend him yet. He wants you know twenty eight thirty million. We only offer like twenty three. So I think he you're gonna get his best shot because he wants to play for that thirty million dollar contract. Um, so he. Listen, he can be very, very, very disruptive. If he's on, he can be a problem. Uh, the problem is, can we get anybody else to step up? Now, we do have Frankie Louvu, who is great. Probably don't know who he is, but he is playing out of his – he's actually an FC player of the week. He's actually playing out of his mind right now. Um, and so Frankie Louvu is an interior linebacker, kind of plays on the edge sometimes. Uh, he's great in coverage. Great. He's a great at rushing the passer. He's a great overall linebacker um, who's going to cause some nightmares for you. You're going to see him pop on the screen like, man, who is this guy? They, they, oh, they told me about that. He's really, really good. Uh, but Brian Burns, yeah, uh, he's he, he's going to disrupt the game for sure. He's going to disrupt the game. And, and the, the worst part about it is um, our our backup right tackle, because our right tackle that is supposed to be there just continues to get hurt in every way, shape, or form, and we don't even know how he's getting hurt or when he's going to come back or anything like that. And then our backup right tackle didn't practice today because of a back injury. So we might potentially be down to our third string right tackle. And if that's the case, uh, <laughs> Brian Burns might have himself one hell of a day on, on you Sunday. You better hope the run game works. Yeah, <laughs> it has so far. So I hope they – but Steichen, Steichen's not been a guy that – will say, oh, I'll run the ball 30, 40 times down your throw. He doesn't like doing that very much. So, I mean, that's 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 his style, but, yeah, we'll have to see. But, yeah, yeah you that's the concern. It. I think that's, you know, that's what we saw. I feel like that's how, you know, the, the opposing teams have forced the Colts into some bad decisions, right? Because the Colts statistically, like, they're, they're a really good offense statistically. Yeah. But the problem is like, they've turned the ball over so many times you know, Gardner Minshew had back-to-back games where he turned the ball over three-plus times, and that ultimately screwed them over, you know. And a big reason for that was, again, Miles Garrett, who is on another level, like those pass rushers that attack that one weakness on that offensive line, and they just wreck the whole game. So I think Brian Burns definitely has the potential to do that in this game. That is one matchup, Rashad, that I'm really interested in, is this Indianapolis Colts offense and this Carolina defense both who have struggled in Indianapolis and in turning the ball over Carolina and taking the ball away. I'm curious how that's going to go. Cause it's kind of a weakness yeah. on weakness so far. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be, listen, I'm, t- I'm telling you this defense, considering the circumstances have played pretty well. Like, listen, we're dealing with a lot of injuries. They've done the best they can. 
And the good news is that, you know, we kind of play this ball control offense and we kind of want to run the football. We want to slow methodically kind of just drain you and just just run it down your throat. If the run game is working for the Panthers and we can hold on to the football, keep the defense off the field and get, gain some success, then it could get interesting. Um, if not, if you guys are going to constantly have the football um, and you guys are able to run the football and we can't stop you, it's going to be a lot. Listen, I don't I don't know what to expect because I don't know. The defense, it's it's hit or miss. Last week they held CJ Stroud. They, I think he had like 140 yards passing. Um, we did a pretty good job. I don't know. I mean, we had uh, the uh, Hall of Honor induction. We had inducted Julius Peppers and and uh, had Musa Muhammad. So those guys were playing with some juice. Uh, so I don't I don't know if they're gonna have that same juice this week. But yeah, it we played a great great game last week, and I don't know if that's gonna gonna uh, you know show its head again this week. I don't know. I I, I really don't. Yep. Um, outside of that, Cody, I mean, I know I, we normally talk about special teams. Uh, how's the, how's the special teams unit for Carolina? Cause I mean, I, I don't know too much about your guys' special teams unit from a punt uh, situation, kicking, yeah. you know, return game. How, how does uh, that all work for you guys? Yeah, man. So we got Johnny Hecker, who's our punter, greatest punter in the league. He's got a, a cannon. He's, he's great. Uh, no, no worries. He will flip the field instantly. Uh, so he's a good. He does a good job there. Our, our kicker uh, Eddie Pinero does a great job. Uh, you know, get him inside the fifty. Anything 50, under fifty yards, I feel comfortable with. He can make uh, hit a game winner last week. I'll be. It was a chip shot. He, he did hit it. Um, and uh, as far as special teams, uh, as far as returners, um, we do have Raheem Blackshear, who actually I think this was his, his last week was his first game returning kicks. He did an excellent job. Um, he he flipped the field one. I think he had a fifty yard return. Uh, he did a great job. So uh, he he does kick returns, and I think um, uh, we got the guy from Amir Smith uh, Smith Marset from uh, the Chiefs. He returns punts. So I mean he, he's okay. Uh, nothing nothing to scream home about. But yeah, special teams. Our special teams are solid. Chris Daver does a good job with those guys. Man, they're they're okay. They they're not a liability by any means. Awesome, man. Well, uh, Rashad, really appreciate your time, man. We always try to get, um, when we have opponents on, we love to get your score predictions for this game. So we'll let you go first since you are our guest, and Derek will go, and I'll give my prediction in this game. Yeah, man. So I, th- I, think, the, I think the Panthers, winning is contagious for the Panthers, right? I, I, we went on a streak last year. Um, we put together, once we found it, it started to click. Um, you know, I, I think the Panthers are in a good spot. We started slow. I think we're starting to build this identity. I think this is the, uh, a most certainly a winnable game for the Carolina Panthers. I think we can get slept on, and we could potentially catch somebody slipping. Um, and I think that this is going to be an interesting matchup, right? You guys can put up points. Our defense, if they show up, we, we can slow you down. Our offense is starting to click. New new coordinator, Thomas Brown, was able to put up some points or at least get in uh, scoring position last week several times. Um, so, listen, I think things are starting to click. So I'm going to go – I think Panthers will win this game, and I think we'll win – Ah man, I hate I hate score predictions. I never get them right. But I think we'll win twenty one. We got to keep it low. We got to keep it low scoring, just like we did with the Texans. So I'm gonna go twenty one seventeen, Panthers. Well, I mean, the Colts are the only team in the NFL to have scored twenty plus points in every single game this year. I don't expect this to be any different. Um, but I do expect the Panthers to be able to take advantage of this decimated uh, Colts secondary uh, that's going on right now. I mean, 
outside of Kenny Moore, who might end up just having to stay locked on Adam Thielen all game. Uh, outside of that, we really don't have anything. So I'd say it probably is going to end up being like a, I'd say probably 28 to 23 uh, Colts win here. I think both teams will score into the 20s. Uh, both teams are going to have some good things offensively. Um, but outside of that, I think the Colts can edge it out if Shane Steichen runs the football. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I definitely think the Colts are going to continue that streak of 20-plus points because they were able to do it against a team like Cleveland, who has one of those really, really good defenses in the NFL right now, potentially the best defense in the NFL. Um, so I see them scoring over 20. Although, Derek, this might be a little bit of a shocker, but, I mean, with you mentioned it, with how decimated Indy is in the secondary right now and with some key plate pieces out, some potential mismatches um, for the Colts, I actually have Carolina winning this game. And a couple weeks ago, wouldn't have even been a thought. I would have picked the Colts, but I mean, they're, they're on a three game losing streak and, you know, they've started to, you know, whether it's injuries, whether it's some questionable play calling, whatever it is, they've had some issues and it's starting to really rear its ugly head. Unfortunately, um, I do think it'll be a close game though. So I'm going to go Carolina 27, Indianapolis 24 in this game, but I do think it could go either way in this game, but Rashad, appreciate you coming on, man. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, find your work, find your podcast, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. so you can find us on X, Twitter. I don't know what we're calling it, at Panther Nation PC, um, YouTube, Panther Nation Podcast. Check us out. Uh, we got a lot of draft content coming through. So you want to, even if you're not a Panthers fan, you can check us out, subscribe. Uh, we, we like to break down draft prospects and do mock drafts and all kind of fun stuff like that. So come through. Check us out. Uh, lots of fun over there. And my co-host does a lot of fantasy content as well. So check us out. It's all good stuff. Awesome. Well, good luck on Sunday, man. But we tell our guests not too much luck because we would like for the Colts to snap this three-game losing streak, get back to their winning ways. But good luck on Sunday. It's going to be a fun one. All good, man. Thank you, guys. All right. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Really appreciate it. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, turn on the notification bell so that you are in the loop when we drop new content just like this. Also, be sure to go check out uh, Panther Nation podcast over there with Rashad and all the things that they do over there. But that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.